0: right welcome back everyone tvi carl donnelly julian dean um this Hi. episode is another we just we did two this week we've got loads of time in a minute in it we thought let's just double to drop
1: that. tvi friday mate
0: tvi fridays um we were joined uh by essex boy comedian um, he's not about well. I didn't mean boy, but I separated Essex and Boy there, which made it sound like it was two separate things. <laughs> I mean like Essex boy, you know he's, what I mean? In, he's
1: from Essex <laughs> and he's a boy. He's
0: a child. We've got a child. No. Uh he's um he's all man. Comedy promoter, uh radio DJ, uh Ross McGrain. He's a good, he's a good egg mate. We have a good he's laugh He's all
1: round, good egg.
0: We chat all sorts of parenthood stuff, you know, just general. We have quite a funny chat about because he obviously as a promoter he sees a lot of new comedians and we t- we have quite a fun chat about uh our views on and uh on new acts what it's like to be an open spot essentially also should we give him a little disclaimer or a little trigger warning little
1: trigger warning yeah
0: you know basically for some reason towards the end we got into a slightly longer conversation about abortion than we we meant.
1: <laughs> it was we didn't meet i don't even know i, hope how it I didn't up. come across like i had a strong view on it either i think I you don't came across did, like didn't. a
0: american evangelical christian <laughs> 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 no you didn't basically i was reason, just
1: kind <laughs> of i was just kind of like thinking aloud with it i had i've not formed anything on it
0: and asks just out of the blue asks one of the hardest questions to answer that you can ever be asked (laughs) while recording a podcast and we just have a little chat about it and it's um you know it's very uh we we uh we i think we burst the seriousness of it with some badly timed jokes as we always do but you know it was uh just in case it's something you might be a little sensitive about you know maybe skip it when you get there but otherwise... When get you back. get
1: there, just forward it, yeah. Just but I think it's it. all pretty palatable.
0: I think it is. We didn't say anything bad. We just... Ocean actually, fans will love it, obviously. But. Oh, they will absolutely love it. But um, I think, if anything, we highlight just how, how tricky a topic it is. <laughs> so,
1: <laughs> we you made go. it trickier.
0: I think we've made, managed to probably now make people really excited about what they're about to hear. Uh, <laughs> but thanks to all our patrons for signing up patreon.com forward slash we are tvi extra episodes uh bonus material um going forward there's going to be a little extra snippet from the uh that with our guests that isn't in the actual episode just a little tag on at the end anything else extra
1: 15 minutes for patrons yeah man be nice
0: wouldn't it that will be nice um but other than that just
1: obviously thanks thank you everybody just for listening as well it's nice isn't it
0: you get you get all the stuff, mate. We didn't snip the abortion chat out and put it on Patreon, mate. Nah, we, mate. we say we gave it to Just you straight for in- free. <laughs> <laughs> right, enjoy us chatting to Ross McGrain. Bye, everyone. Thanks, everyone. Stay safe. Stay safe. I <laughs> change the
2: podcast.
1: To, to, uh, no, I'm not cool, yeah. doing <laughs> <laughs> oh, it. Oh, do, do. <laughs> <an> alleyway. <laughs> I'm the right bro. Hey, hey everyone, hey guys,
0: <laughs> welcome back to the podcast, TVI, Carl Donnelly here.
1: And Julian Dean.
0: And here. guest, all the way from Essex, deep, Southend. Dark, deep dark Essex.
2: Deepest, darkest bandit country, yes. Southend on Sea. In Ross Essex, McGrain,
0: yeah. everyone, Ross McGrain. Um, how is South it's South Southend? End. Mm. Southend's alright, isn't it? It's Southend is one of them places that I grew up thinking, what a shithole. <laughs> and then no but if you're from and London you stayed you, as an adult
1: it, thinking <laughs> No, really now, and since I've
0: become an adult it's just been confirmed to me um no it's one of the places where I think uh when you grow up in London any that surround the surrounding belt of Essex Kent and all that everyone assumes like ah oh, shit or oh, like we're the city and actually as you age you suddenly go, oh, it'd be nice to be by the seaside. Do you know what I mean? Just get it's, a little
1: beach hut on the... Yeah, you start sort of getting hut. a bit
0: like, Yeah, you, you, oh, it is actually quite nice out that
1: way. I feel like Ryan did some donkeys. <laughs> <laughs> we well, have plenty of donkeys about, mate. <laughs> um, I, I, I really, I really like Southend. I, I, only, I only became familiar with it over the last few years, to be honest. I never went there as a kid. No. I, I used I to go to, to Margate was our place if we went somewhere. A lot of people from London moved down here. Yeah, like yeah, my yeah.
2: Dad's side of the family are all from the East End of London, and you know they wanted to get yeah. out by the sea. But well, I, like, what, I, like, I, love it here, man. I think it's uh, we're quite lucky to live by the sea. Oh, it it's is mostly I... a shithole, but you know it looks like Miami Beach if you're. What's that thing you can, I always think you know a <laughs>
0: shithole is much easier to take if you can see a nice bit of nature. Do you know what I mean? Like <laughs>
2: absolutely.
1: Yeah, yeah, you yeah, just, yeah. I thought he going to say a nice bit of nakedness. <laughs> a nice bit of grunt. No. Um, <laughs> I,
0: uh, but no, yeah, I mean if, bit if you live in a sh- <laughs> a bit of, if you live in a shithole at the bottom of a mountain. Yeah, you know, it's always that thing of look up and it's nice, isn't it? But by yeah, the sea, yeah, yeah. I mean Southend's not, but South if all right, isn't it? Like there's nice parts. I've got mates who live on Leon Sea, that's lovely. Yeah, that I know, mean, it's, it's, sea. It's, I said very nice. I'm 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 into it these days. It's I a bit like Brighton
1: in. now, though, isn't it? It's 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 a it's a good area. I, my kids really like that theme park there adventure island yeah was, adventure uh, island i mean i say uh, my kids sh- <laughs> should take them <laughs> but i um, i i like it there <laughs> but it's, yeah, it's a good it's a good it's a good thing though isn't it it's a good um it's only fucking an hour up the road isn't it yeah, yeah i think like you know it's there's i mean there's a lot of arcades
2: if you like your 2p machines and uh, i mean adventure island that's actually owned by the take your who owns, crowbar.
0: The, the, <laughs> what, the... who owns who owns it
2: i do a radio show for radio essex some poor guy our studios are like in adventure island basically or like oh, okay. just just overlook it you know um and yeah i mean it's he's it, got half the seafront the sea life center and all that and it's, it's all right to be honest when you live there you don't really go down there you know you Sadly. go down there for a walk but you don't like spend yeah. three grand in the arcades <laughs> have you been to black have you ever been to blackpool yeah, I had a feel. Not so, a kid. All oh,
0: right. See, I didn't, we never did that Blackpool when we were a kid, but I did my last gigs before everything shut down. Back in when was it? It was uh, February, last weekend of February, uh, last year, before the, like before like yeah, that was when coronavirus was just a thing on the news, and we were like, "Oh, we'll be fine." And next thing you know, it's shut. <laughs> but um, sure. it was in Blackpool, and I fucking I loved it. It was a bit. There was a definitely. It's a bit bleak in the sense of. You can tell that it's not doing well economically and that, but the seafront's lovely and, you know... the audience are not laughing. Oh, I mean, the first night (laughs) we were there, the first night we were there, me and Red Richardson were doing the gig. There was a proper... dust up in the gig. <laughs> <Like all> these, <laughs> punching each other. It happened at the end of the show. There'd been oh. some, there's been some stuff going on throughout the night between one group who were being dickheads and everyone else hated them. And at the end of the show, they weren't too, they weren't that problematic though. It wasn't like, they were just, I think they were annoying other people in the audience more than they were annoying the comedians. And at the end of the show, well, this um, basically, I think somebody just said something to the woman from the from a couple who were being a bit noisy, and said like you that was out of order. There, you should have kept your mouth shut during the gig. And she tried to get Larry, and I'm <laughs> not endorsing this, but somebody called her a fat cunt. <laughs> and, and needless to say, that is so. Apologies for the language, but that it if somebody the guy who it was his wife that got called it. That he, cut, bet that
1: cut through everything, didn't it? Just mate, like,
0: he lost his mind.
1: <laughs> and, uh, <laughs>
0: even if he, even if he agreed that maybe she was a bit chatty during the show. If somebody calls that, if you call your life partner that, you've got
1: to a just fat. How many avenues to, to get out of that? Well, you've got a fight.
0: You've got to have a fight then. Yeah, I mean, he's the no only one car. allowed
1: to call her that. You name. Know? <laughs> <laughs> that's his I'd pet say, name. The, the, the gigs
2: are like if you live down here, like the gigs, I think uh, are really good, but they're proper intimidating if you don't. Sometimes In I South had. End. Uh, it's a sort little of one of the surrounding areas throughout sur- south yeah, yeah, yeah. sort of just essex generally i think but uh i had a gig once at, um in canvey island well, canvey i've never island. been actually
1: yeah i've been there i did a gig there i think it was there was it like a cricket club or something
2: no, there is a cricket club there, yeah. You might have Cupid's, not Cupid's, what's it called? Cupid's Cricket. I can't remember what it's called. Yeah, there's a Cupid's we're, football Club Where right, love right? thrives. There. <laughs> <laughs> but there's this place, called the Monaco, right? And it was on the seafront and it's, uh, it was above a cinema where you can go and watch a film for like two quid. Yeah. The thing you've got to know about Canby Island is, is that everybody knows it's a film everybody. that's on
1: telly though. It's <laughs> not- <Yeah>. <laughs> Basically <laughs> Channel 5's <five's> on. <laughs> yeah, film four with all the yeah, yeah. and everything
2: <laughs> um, but yeah it's like it's you know like the like that you, you get in a small village where like yeah, if you go yeah. in the pub everyone knows everyone it's that but obviously it's, it's an island and um we, do you know you know Justin Panks the comedian Justin Panks Yeah yeah, yeah. he's a good
1: guy yeah
2: he was closing the bill that night and and this was like, it was, it was a nice, it it depends on what what you regard a nice, it was rowdy as fuck because they would chip in with, with everything. Yeah. But it was all about the comedy, you know? So like the laughs were massive, but it was just, you had to kind of like play it a little bit. And, um, there Was this woman at the back that had been a little bit heckly, but she just sounded either you know hammered or just not well? She was like, you couldn't really a- understand what she was saying, right? <laughs> so she's you gotta be careful, haven't you? When oh dealing man, with it? yeah, and it's
1: like who's know, making that noise? Oh, <laughs> <I was, yeah>. shit. <laughs> <laughs> just sort of like, yeah,
2: you know, oh, ah, yeah, yeah, great, yeah, and then just move on drastically, right? Well, rapidly, but then J- Justin was on and um, he was doing a gag and she shouted something out and he was like, What did you just say? And she shouted it out again. And he's gone. Look, put your teeth back in, and I might be able to hear. You. And it was met with just this inc- oh, like no. complete silence, oh. right? And he was doing really well. Like it was up to like the, <laughs> it was like 17 minutes into a 20, and he'd been storming it, right? Oh, and that yes. happened. And then he just like it just got really hostile. When he was like, well, I think that's the end of that gig. Put the mic in, went, st- went straight out the door. And the, the, the blokes, the woman's wife or whatever it was brother wife same thing right come up to me at the end of the day. he's like well, where's justin i want to have a work with him i was like why he's oh, like well shit. i just think you know funny's funny but she ain't got no teeth mate It just takes the piss doesn't it and so she had no <laughs> teeth
0: that's is <laughs> rude isn't it it's horrendous. It's, that's always the danger i think of them gigs when you're in a really small town Yeah, you know where, where you say like when everyone knows each other Yeah, as a comic, you're on their turf. It's rare. Normally it's a group of individuals who don't know each other watching you. You're the thing that binds it all together. But sometimes you do them small town gigs where you don't bind it together. They're already bound, so you're actually yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you're on enemy you're turf, at, almost. You're outside the bound. Totally, and like you yeah. can, if you play it on, if you play with them and you get involved, that they'll welcome you in. You'll have the best gig you'd ever have because they'll be like, "Oh, it's lovely. We like it." And so the moment you get the endorsement of you're a few their of them, new pet or something. Like, well, they love you in it, so that's that. You can have some of the best gigs in those gigs, but. If you just to say one thing wrong to the wrong person, it's just game over, man. Turns into
1: wicker well, man. It, it straight. It away. all yeah. starts. Like,
2: they all start the gig by, by telling you. Who they just want on you to fire lay into. in a fucking barn. <laughs> just suddenly
1: they're carrying you to a fucking <laughs> big man made of straw on the hill. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they all they all come up to you at the beginning of the gig though and tell you who they want you to lay in. That, that is, batter. I hate
0: that is one thing. I, I, don't I know. hate it. I get it. They just they, they just want their friend to get embarrassed, but. Uh, that thing of, like... You picked the wrong person, though, Mate's right? birthday, can you fucking ruin him? And I was like, <laughs> no. He's come out here for his birthday. I'm going to try Talking and a Talking of birthdays,
1: nice it's um, Carl's birthday today. It is my birthday today. Is it? Just thought yeah, I'd yeah, tell yeah, the uh, yeah. listeners. Happy but, birthday, um, Carl. Geez,
0: mate. I don't really... I don't like to make a big deal of it. Uh, sort of... I was telling Julian before, I don't put it online anywhere. It's not on Facebook. I'd sort of... I like to try and keep it as low profile as possible. And then, just people have found out, so I've been getting messages. I don't mind. I get messages from like friends who've known me for years, but I try and keep a lid on it. And now you've basically
2: it's manifested a nationwide lockdown, so that people underplay your birthday.
0: Basically, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I was. I've never. I all my whole life, and I blame my parents. My parents basically. Well, my parents never made a big deal of it, so I just got used to that. Really, so I like. I just. I think I just learned to not really give a shit about them. But Hannah's always That's trying true. to make me fucking love them, and I. I just, I've come round a bit. I don't mind them anymore. I don't sort of resent it. But, you know, it's I'm fucking 39. What's, it doesn't mean not, anything, does it? Once it doesn't you, mean once anything. I'm not sure
2: you're in 30 plus, that's it. It's game it's, over. Yeah, it's birthday. not
0: Christmas, is it? Where, like, everyone's in on it. You know, yeah, it's just yeah. your birthday. You <laughs> get a few messages <laughs> yeah. and a couple of people might get you a present. It's like, oh, yeah. It's like, yeah, if you're 10, I get X. It, it's fucking, it's all about me. But, you know, it's a bit, it's a it's a bit weird when... I not
2: how many
1: messages I get on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> I was just saying that to Cole, like, I, I never get any, but I I don't have my birthday on there, I realise. Um, <laughs> that will do That will it, yeah. affect it, I think. <laughs> That'll do I remember,
2: it. I <laughs> remember being at a gig once, and I left my phone recording on one of the tables, and one of the other comedians on the bill, James Beattie, I don't know if you They're know just James Just slagging you yeah, off before, James. while you were he's, on. Um, <laughs> a, no, I've got plenty of stories about that, oh <laughs> mate, I've done
0: I've done that by accident. Yeah. <laughs> oh, exactly, brutal. Yeah, uh, oh, I'm on an shit.
2: open mic gig, a <laughs> weekly open mic gig, and I'll be at the back, you know, just r- basically rating the comedian that's on stage. To someone turn around and there's a phone on oh, a shit. tripod. Oh, just uh smash it to bits. So sorry, mate. It's Essex. What you
0: expect? <laughs> Me and Wendy Wason did it once at the Newcastle stand. We were just like, uh, we were we, there was basically this new act. It was a bit annoying. And uh, had quite a sort of bit of an ego on them, and they were on stage, and like we'd had, we'd had like two nights of them already, and we were just like, oh fuck this guy, man! And they were on stage, they were on stage, <laughs> oh, were on stage no. just, and we were just digging out every bit of material the person oh. did. Me and Wendy were just like taking oh, God. taking the piss. <laughs> And then, um, and then we'd just be both at, a, at the, exactly the same time. We were both laughing <laughs> at something, and we looked down and, like, literally on a table a foot and a half from where we were talking was a little recording device. Oh, we so, oh it? No. And we then did this whole thing for the next five minutes of like pretending. Like, then we got we made it so ridiculous that we were like acting like we knew it was there the whole time, and we were doing <laughs> it on purpose. Genius.
1: They must <laughs> have you. thought at the beginning if you were saying like they must have thought. oh, like, when you're slagging off at the beginning, it probably sounded quite genuine. Oh, it
0: was, it, yeah, because it was 100% Especially
1: if genuine. You're... <laughs> <laughs> Especially if you're picking apart his actual material. <laughs> so it must have gone from that, like, sounding really, oh, f- if the, if they're lying, like, they're being a bit harsh with the material. yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And then to really general,
0: yeah. Like it's, um, and it's also yeah. like ended up probably, it was probably like seven or eight minutes of recordings like they really committed to this joke, man. <laughs> it's like...
1: My mate, my mate filmed me at a gig once and he did it as a joke the whole way through oh, my That's set. funny. Um maybe so they were serious on, in the man. beginning. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The tone changed about a minute in. Actually, I heard him go, "Oh shit!" Is he recording?
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, oh. it's um, you kids, what you obviously you run gigs as well? Uh, yeah. What you must see some absolute doo doo innit, it come through the door. Lots <laughs> yeah, because like, yeah. like I always think
1: that's where we met. Yeah. It's doo doo. But yeah, sorry. <laughs> My, but I, uh,
0: headlines, your doo-doo comedy night once a month. That's what
1: it's um, called, yeah.
0: Um, but no, but it's that thing of, I think that would be, that would be well, because it's hard enough, I think, as a comedian, when you're established and you've been going a while. You know, you'll be on a gig with, like, you know, open spots, and it's, it's great seeing a good open spot. When you see, a, like, when there's a bad one, you just don't know where to turn. You don't know what to say yeah, to it's them. It's awful. But you're a promoter, so they're going to actually, sort of, almost contractually have to talk to you afterwards. They're going to come up and ask yeah. for advice. And so, what's it like?
2: There's, Suck your dick. For the, part, <laughs> <it> is, uh, <laughs> oh. for the most part, it is... For the most um, part, it is... Yeah, the worst... The, the thing that I hate the most about it is the... um All The, bloated, the, 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 the deluded ones. The, the ones oh, that yeah. just... They've just got... Del- like they think... Or they've just got an idea that they're really good. I think this is where the open light circuit um is fucked. Is because it's just this... Constant spiral of blowing smoke up each other's arse, totally. and the God. ability to be at a gig sort of every night of the week for ten years, even if you're shit, that sort definitely. of water it, that waters it down. And I think yeah, like running like day to day, man. Let's <laughs> leave it. Now, <laughs> usually, the people that are like brand, brand, brand new and doing their first couple of gigs, they are, you know, usually okay. You know, they, yeah, they understand yeah, yeah. that shit. And they genuinely want <laughs> advice and, and you don't mind giving it to them. But it's that's the ones a, that's a spirit, mate. It's the ones. <laughs> right. <laughs> but it's the ones. I know that, what you mean um, though. It's
0: uh,
1: do you know, know that I mean, think
2: there's yeah. no
0: more arrogant than somebody who's been going about five years and hasn't got anywhere. But still thinks they're well good. Like it's like yeah, yeah. you've been. They have to getting...
1: overcompensate, don't totally. they? Because they know they're shit. They have to have something they're good at. they so giving other comics advice. Advice. What they think they're good at. Also, yeah. you've
0: got to have so many. You've got to have told yourself so many excuses. Like if you've been going, especially have been going a decade, do you know partly, it's, do you know who I blame for this is Eddie Izzard. Eddie Izzard famously said it takes 10 years to find your voice in comedy. Yeah. And yeah, I think yeah, a lot of comedians yeah, yeah. assume that means you don't get good until you've been doing it for a decade. They don't realise that, no, you spend that decade getting good constantly. Yeah, you get yeah, constantly yeah. improving. And maybe after a decade, you've really hit your strides. That's all it means. Yeah, There's yeah, not some yeah, like yeah. you do your 10 years and then suddenly you just one day have this epiphany like, and I think a lot of the sort of, you know, a lot of people that start comedy and aren't really cut out for it and aren't very good, sadly, I think they hold on to that idea that if they do it long enough, they'll find their voice. And it's like a the major, large majority of people don't find their voice and just
2: drift away from comedy, do they? So. I think a big portion of it as well is that a lot of, I'm speaking quite generally here, but a lot of people that, that do comedy are... You know, socially inept, some of them. You know, and then like it's, it's like a big sort of. All right, mate. Julian's like, right. Here, man. <laughs> but no, I mean what I mean is is that Just it's finishing a is, wank. There is a, right. there is a. good.
1: Give me a colour <laughs> There's a great
2: support network there, and it sort of feels like uh, a, a more of a, a social community sort oh, yeah, of yeah, vibe yeah, yeah. that get, that kind of gets them through life, right? Which what? is fine.
0: Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Do you know what, the best bit of advice? I think you could give in newer acts, but it sounds bad. Quit. Is, <laughs> is um is beca- only like really like don't be friends with everyone. Like be nice to everyone, but like you know basically, I, I think try and make a little friend group with comedians that you think are on your ability level when you're new, because ultimately they're going to be the ones that are moving around the same time. So you'll have more experience together. You know, yeah. like, it's that hard thing of. I'm, you know, if you're just if you like, if you just like, if you give up on all your old real friends in the real world and just become friends of every comedian, you're going to end up being with like friends of people that aren't going to, you know, in two years are just going to be bitter and miserable, and you're going to be like, if you're decent, you're suddenly going to be doing better gigs and they're going to resent you. I was yeah. so early years you've got to be quite protective of who you're hanging out with. Yeah,
2: I think like anything life, you know, it's you, just I yeah, I think it's it's a competition at the end of is isn't it? It's the fucking hunger games out there, mate. Yeah, you know so if you mate so, like so gotta... if you
0: yeah, so if you actually end up being like almost sort of, you know you never. I think you sort of gravitate, sorry, but towards people that, you know, are similar minded. I I was I was lucky when I started that yeah, there was a handful of people that we all sort of gravitated towards each other who were good and clearly we were all like sort of doing well in the competitions and it was like all oh right we're going to be all right being mates because no one's suddenly going to be we're not going to hate each other because we're doing all right because everyone's doing all right do you know yeah, what I mean Yeah, yeah, yeah. whereas actually if you if yeah if it was like if we were friends with loads of other loads of other people I think it would have been hard man you would have been getting some resentment <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, I think um, I always kind of like played that. Well, it was different for me, really, because I was a promoter for years before I did stand up, and my dad was in the comedy industry as well and yeah. ran gigs back oh, in course. like the nineties. Yeah. Um. And yeah, I. So when I started doing it, like I'd, I'd kind of like had. An idea of what I thought the circuit was, which was like the pro circuit basically. And yeah, I remember yeah, when yeah. I started doing it, all the comics that I knew were like, oh, you wait until you get on that, you know, all the gigs are shit and you've got to do all these shit gigs. <laughs> and, Cause I had some contacts. My first like three gigs were actually really nice. My first gig was out, outside the box for math. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Um,
2: okay. And then I did one at Thames Ditton just down the road for this class comedy. And and then my oh, third yeah. one was at the Joker Club in South End, which is like an yeah, institution. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then my fourth one was in this pub in Braintree where there was like sixteen acts on, one person and a dog in the audience, literally. I'm not just spoken oh up. And um and I walked in I was like, oh so this is what they're talking about. That's it's <laughs> they're then,
0: them, they're the funniest like them when you look back at those times, them yeah. things where you'd walk in and you're when you're an open spot, you see like there'll be three people in the in the room. And you'd be like, yeah, but yeah, it's fine. We'll just roll our stuff out. You know, it's sure, so, workshop, it's so yeah. giddy. Whereas now you would just be like, I am out of here, man. Fuck I, I can't believe how nervous
1: I, I... I was, even in front of three people before yeah. the gig. It'd be yeah. like it's yeah. Wembley. I'd be pacing think... around, dry mouth. Like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, do, I do think there's three to be people said for
2: you know. It is, it's important to say your stuff out loud as often as possible under pressure, yeah. regardless of how many people you know. When you're very, very new. Yeah. But I think you know the difference. Because I was coming, I knew how to run a proper comedy night. I could set up an open mic night that would be a decent, you know, I'd understand what it needed to be a decent and successful comedy night. You know, not the simple things like being in a different room to where the main bar is and all that stuff. Yeah, 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 when you're a brand new act and you don't really understand, oh, yeah, let's just just stick a mic here and we'll just have it. Oh, man, I did some absolute
0: horror shows, man. I remember doing a (laughs) mirth control gig. It was in, it was in Essex somewhere, in a pub on the, like, it was on the seafront and we would, there was two bars. there was one sidebar which looked lovely for a gig, but they put it in the other one, which looked like a little tiny little nightclub. <laughs> Everyone was just sitting around the edge of a little dance floor and the mic was uh, the mic lead went behind the bar. And the lead wasn't long enough. So you had to stand in the bit where the bar goes up like that to walk out from (laughs) behind the bar. You had to stand in that with a a thing. And and we did two shows in a night. And I was just like, it was fucking cack, man. I I did
1: a a gig once in East Grinstead. I drove down there and um, Josh Widdicombe was on and Phil Kaye and Phil Kaya had died the week before even the owner of the pub was booing him off uh, <laughs> he was he, he was back again that's like, quality uh, he, he was just stoned and he was like ah it's cool and then um that's what I love about Phil,
0: Phil don't care about uh, it he genuinely does and, not give a shit
1: and the guy who ran it, the guy who ran it said oh here's the, it's one of them wireless mics what we're going to do for this gig you do it table to table oh, like, a oh fucking, like a fucking magician <laughs> <laughs> like a waiter and I, was, <laughs> and I was just like oh we can't like we just couldn't do that so we no. just got a, we got a place and just stood in a restaurant oh, that's
0: unbelievable
1: like we're gonna there go was... round table to table doing jokes <laughs> what the same set or uh, a joker table there was oh, this boy, gig was in, um,
2: in Gray's uh a while back um i was probably about two years in i just started getting sort of paid middle work and stuff like that and um I got that. This was a paid gig at this pub called the Traitors Gate, right? And it was a like. First of all, caveat: the people there were nice people that run it and everything else, and they really <laughs> wanted this to work, right? Just in case they they uh, they see this, but it was like it was it was a pub like in Grays on like a sort of semi-high street opposite a sex shop that was called Fifty Shades of Grays, which is fucking Not amazing um but you'd walk in it's like a Thursday night and there was just you know the live bar a load of Thursday night piss heads in there basically and a microphone in the middle no seats for people to sit on other than the ones that are built in and then oh. there was a paid MC which was me uh, they had, there was a, a like a paid headliner for like 50 quid or something and then um and then just all open spots Fuck for anyone God. who applied for it and it was like, you know because I I, I I was quite a competent MC even then I could like you know get by and then but the acts seeing these acts sitting like, on the table like the like bit world of war one Private man Ryan, each you know one just I mean? going over the
0: top getting gunned down <laughs> just and so just so jumping out send the another wave in vietnam
2: sitting there in the u-boat just like kissing the cross and oh, i know over the side before they go on. oh man um, yeah there was um, a couple of acts i got threatened on stage and all sorts of that gig it was oh, fucking fun.
0: amazing <laughs> unbelievable Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but let's not let's not reminisce about shit gigs. <laughs> <laughs> that's how far that's how far we've fallen now with lockdowns and that we're all like talking about shit I'd gigs. I'd love to do that like, gig oh, too, mate, yeah, Exactly, mate. Oh, imagine but, doing a shit gig now. It'd it's be great.
2: Stories <laughs> not standards. Like the stories I've got from shit gigs are. <laughs> it's, it's that
0: thing. It's for you know. You reminisce sometimes about how shit they are because like, it is quite fun to remember just the things you go through to try and do stand up.
2: Yeah, but yeah. you know
0: but now obviously with nothing um what's your thoughts on when are we going to when do you reckon things are going to be open again have you got any ideas
2: i mean oh no is the is the solid answer i think like i'd like to think that now the vaccine's starting to be rolled out that by sort of you know late spring early summer we can see some oh, sort bad, of normality but okay so it's not going to be i don't think it's going to be any time so soon you know they keep, like,
0: yeah. you know when they first said easter i, I, imagine, I remember thinking fact, that's ages away it will do wait, well it will be all right before and they, they were debating yeah. whether
1: the edinburgh the edinburgh festival didn't get cancelled till quite late very late really yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah yeah so i think now I, so, i'm not yeah i don't think you know
1: yeah quite, i've you know. literally
2: stopped even thinking about when it's gonna lift you know when i in between the lockdowns before i was i sort of had gigs like venues ready and then we we smashed it out very early on and you know, what I will say is that there's going to I do feel there's going to be like a massive boom for yeah. comedy and the arts. This summer's going to be great, I think. Well, I think it? there's like, just
0: people are just going to be so happy to be able to do stuff.
2: Yeah, come yeah. the autumn. Like during, the, in, after the first lockdown, oh. I had um, an outdoor gig um, at this little cafe sort of in Leon C. Um, and it held like 35, 40. So it's very, very small in the garden, but that was with social distancing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I thought, you know, if I can get one a fortnight, well, you know, until things go back to normal, I'd be happy. And we ended up doing two a week. It's the easiest I've ever found to sell tickets for yeah, yeah, anything yeah, yeah. ever. Um, obviously, it's the summer and it felt a little bit, you know, everyone had been cooped up for so long. But I do think, I was actually listening to your, the Bob Mills episode of this and I totally agree with what, what you were saying about the uh, how it's it was... There will be a, a boom of people going out, and at the same time, it will shake the comedy circuit up and sort of level the playing field a little bit. The people at the yeah, bottom yeah, yeah. that have been going around a lot, sort of scraping by, will just get
1: yeah. other jobs. Do you
2: know? What I mean? Well, yeah, they would have got jobs, and it's hard as a going back and. <laughs> yeah, well,
0: the gigs are going yeah. to be—you know—I think the gigs are going to have their pick of comedians for a while. Mm, so yeah, yeah. there's going to be the the lower end. I think i going to are going are to struggle. Yeah, but, also, are about the, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no but i think you know hopefully there's still space for i'll drive new you apps.
1: i'll just drive you to gigs shall i <laughs> <laughs> i'll
2: film you and tell you shit on the camera <laughs> yeah
1: yeah, but
0: yeah it's, it's gonna i'm mean, you know it's gonna be interesting hopefully yeah hopefully there is a bit of a but let's go and watch stuff and do stuff and because between certainly certainly downs, the, the
1: gigs were great weren't they they were, like, they were wicked they were, they were, they were, but yeah. what i did notice all was, of um, them i
0: loved by the end, yeah. but they were sort of back to normal by November when, like, end of November when it started, it started getting again. cold. Yeah, well, yeah, it started yeah getting yeah. cold. But also, the, the the audiences went back to normal British, slightly discerning. You've got to impress them and, and win them over. Yeah, you know? yeah, like, yeah. Because up until that point, it was like it's gigs in like fucking September were like the easiest. I think, I remember gigging. You could you could say anything and they were laughing because they were so excited to be out. But yeah, yeah once yeah, you know, once it got back to some normality in london that is some cities didn't have that luxury but you know fucking i was doing gigs and i was like oh that just felt like a normal gig there like, someone was sitting there you could see a few faces going oh fucking i've just come out and my mates don't know if i want to be here and you're like oh you didn't have that two months ago mate
2: i think it's a lot more like that in london anyway that the gigs sort of outside of london like around kent and ipswich and norwich and all that sort of and essex you know they tend to be a little bit more grateful the audiences generally well, yeah, speaking i think
0: yeah, yeah london's the only that, city yeah. where there's you'll get people in comedy who didn't intend to go to comedy. Like, you'd, it's just because it's a big city and shit. People just go to They can shit. regret
1: it
2: quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> I mean. Plus, they, like, saw Russell Howard doing five minutes of new stuff in a fucking pizza shop yesterday. Yeah, 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 so there like, is that yeah. as well. Yeah, They'll like,
0: be like, oh, I was at top secret the other night, and I saw, like, Kevin Bridges doing new stuff and all that. So, like, yeah, there is, I think, that slightly higher sort of expectations, but mm. it's still, you know.
1: I saw Julian roof it at Heaven or stuff like that, they say, don't they? <laughs> yeah, at, not,
0: not at a gig, just afterwards when it's a gay bar. <laughs> <laughs>
1: roof, roofing it in the tour roofing it more like.
0: <laughs> roofing a hundred people in one night. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I I love that. I, I love that gig, Heaven, actually. I love that. That's really nice. Though, Covent Garden Comedy Club, uh, for long, for years, has been a Heaven Nightclub, one of the most famous gay clubs in London. But what happens is, Pete, it's, it's called Covent Garden Comedy Club. So sometimes you get, I used to be resident host for like a weekend a month. And, uh, and you'd get groups of lads who have just booked like tickets to a comedy. We're going to see some comedy and go fucking clubbing in the West End. And they didn't know it was in, a, in a gay <laughs> Even though it's, you know, it's not, it's, it doesn't open till after the gig, you could see them, you know, they suddenly thought like, what's the fuck, you know, what are we doing in a gay bar, lads? It's like,
2: yeah,
1: okay, yeah.
0: watching comedy guys, it'll be fine you know uh, that I mean? gig I'd you, do you, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
2: you
1: don't have, you have to to get
2: bummed <laughs> yeah. to get a <laughs> um, I think one of the most impressive things of that gig is how quickly they turn that from comedy club to fully functioning gay bar oh, it's, right. it's, it's always yeah. turn
0: around literally you're almost late having done a normal gig on like a December a Christmassy gig that was just quite leery you know and you're like fuck that's nice and you literally go and get your coat you turn around it's like you're in Studio 54 with <laughs> 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 topless people next to you <laughs>
1: just in, in Daisy Dukes all of a sudden <laughs> oh, yeah it's it is quick man I've, Yeah, I've, just I've, a bukkake going on in the green room <laughs> <laughs> just come to get your bag it's a great gig but while though, you
0: it? know in for a penny in for a pound of
1: when in Rome
0: um, yeah so it's, uh, it's funny but I do find that funny sort of yeah. You know, it's sometimes a generation of I remember like yeah I've done that gig where I've seen like a group of like 22 23 year old lads maybe from like you know sort of your kent or something into yeah, london yeah. for the night mate and suddenly they just genuinely once they, once they realize they're in a gay bar they they so, they go so sheepish and like you know they're out of their depth and it's like what but do they you,
2: don't check in on facebook do they <laughs> yeah no exactly but it's like what do you think yeah, yeah.
0: happened mate it's just literally you're just in a nice bar so everybody just end up having a good night surrounded by nice geezers <laughs> But um, that's another one is Koo bar. There's a 99 gig at in Soho. That that sometimes happens. Like oh, I it's...
1: used to do that when it was the Fortnite Club every other Monday. Yeah, it's yeah. a great little room, isn't it?
0: Lovely little room. But again, another one where sometimes you'll just get some proper <laughs> rough couple, man, from like Bedford. And they're just there sort of for their, their <laughs> night in London. <laughs> and the really nice gay bar staff are oh, the quite, staff.
1: Are quite... Gay, aren't they? And oh like... well, I
0: mean the staff are always so like they're always so attractive and well built, uh, yeah, and they yeah. always just wear vests Thank behind you. the bar. <laughs> and um, so yeah, and they're just like you know. You Surprised I haven't
1: been headhunted, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> your biceps
2: must be massive lifting that huge jug of water up to your face. Three times the size so of your big, head. Isn't it?
1: <laughs> Is that that's you a could two liter? Regular innit? size bottle. Two point two, yeah. Two point
0: two liter. Do you do the whole thing in a day?
1: um that's what i got it for that's what yeah i haven't been on point lately because i've been teaching i've been homeschooling every day so i'm studying at the night i haven't even got got a GCSE. i've got a kid yeah yeah um
0: how old seven Five. Oh, five. So I don't know why. I'd oh, that's all right.
1: There. That 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 works. That's not that really homeschooling, is, nice. is it?
0: That's just having a no. ch- your
1: kid around the house.
2: you We've got like a full days worth of fucking work
0: really?
1: on there. It's, and it's,
2: still, like, it's, it's not, still, it's still,
1: it's still effort and stuff. But when you've got the, two or in GCSEs yeah, yeah, yeah. and <laughs> you've not got one, I basically I'm spending one till one in the morning learning GCSEs, and I'm I'm really I'm loving it to be honest. Yeah. It was so daunting i was like oh shit and i really have to kids? um Bo is 15 verity's 14 um right, and yeah, verity's in the top work, set in maths it's the only time i thought why is she in the top set yeah like <laughs> I, I should be a dumbo man but she's picking it up so i'm i'm studying it the night before and then teaching her it the next day from I'm talking scratch
0: like I mean, it's pretty fun that you're revising yeah. at night for yeah, yeah basically, I'm, you're I basically doing the yeah. GCSEs in
1: yeah theory, exactly I mean. like I'm last night till one a.m. I woke up at seven I'm straight on it again like looking down <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sent I'm sending my work to a maths teacher and he's sort of um, giving me feedback no it's way fucking wicked yeah That's and so then easy. and then I'm taking it down to her with in my pads and on my maths and. Taking it down, and I'm going. But where I'm teaching it, that, that's the best way to learn it as well. So it's yeah. really going in. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you might I, get honestly, an honorary
2: GCSE.
1: Well, I'm. I think I could fucking after this. There's a lot to learn. Yeah, I'm just doing like algebraic equations and stuff. But after that, like geometry and the other shit, I'm gonna fucking <laughs> nail my GCSE. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, yeah. It's
2: more of a. It, it's yeah. It's just it's a lot of pressure in it i mean there's more pressure for you there but i find Ooh. like just the frustration for me like you're, at her age she's learning how to like blend words together and she's like she's super bright but it's like something that's so simple to you having you know 33 years of speaking words it is like so for example you'll be like okay so look this is the word duck how do you spell duck so sound out the letters and it'll be da a k it's like right so what's the word and it'll be like car it's yeah, like yeah. no you're like right, you no, fucking what you stupid you just, piece of shit you fucking fuck <laughs> <Say it>. do <laughs> it again it's like on oh, the first time it's cute the second yeah, time it's yeah. like oh okay yeah but after the 19th time it's like it's a funny i
0: read um i read a book last week called the gentle sleep book it's a, it's quite a well known book about about children sleeping and uh like it's for parents, it's not a creep <laughs> how not to wake them <laughs> how to watch them quietly um, No, it's yeah, it's, it's for to parents. what you want and it's i I loved it because it's all about uh it's basically uh, it's about the concept that parents obsess about getting their kids to sleep uh earlier, get up later you know this whole idea of sleep training and all this with babies and we've got this culture where we are really quick to expect children to get on our terms whereas actually that's not the problem kids sleeping isn't the problem they're just growing they're gonna they're yeah, gonna yeah. they sleep how they sleep you know what i mean the problem is our expectations of them you know what i mean so actually yeah, yeah it's a sort of it's actually ends up being quite a spiritual concept that you've got to change you, yourself not expect them to change and i think that happens with everything this other I'm, I'm reading mm. this book at the minute called uh um I started it yesterday what's it fucking called it's really good it's so cool. um but it's about again it's about that concept of like uh, simplicity with kids rather than us constantly wanting them to be better and expect them to def- yeah, yeah, grow yeah, up yeah, quicker yeah, yeah. it's about us changing our views and have more respect for the fact they're kids and just let them be definitely and I I think, from
2: them. Oh, that's one thing that i think has been really positive about this whole situation is Locked just up. having definitely the, this time At her age is what most cultures don't even send them to school till they're seven it just seems very young to be putting them into the system and mm. sort of you know on the production line of, of being what you know society tells you a human should be i just definitely. think that at her age, you know, we're doing the schoolwork with her and that, but we're not like doing everything. We're doing a little bit in the morning, and
1: yeah, she, yeah, she yeah. likes
2: she, well, she's fucking streaming games on YouTube, mate. I'm sitting there moderating her comments for yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. She's five yeah, years yeah, yeah. old, you know, but that's what that's what she's passionate about. I'd rather she had like an hour a day doing that, and you know, a little bit of crafts, and a little bit of painting, a little yeah, bit of yeah. variety, rather than just you know sit down and do these sums and now do these spellings and now read this comprehension yeah, yeah, test. It's, um You know they are kids. They just need to be kids sometimes. You know. Definitely, I think that's get, so yeah get I, her to always...
1: wash your car or something as well, isn't it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yeah. to get stuff. some stuff done.
2: <laughs> get her on the production
0: line making shoes. Start selling. <laughs> making
1: some Nikes. <laughs> <laughs> she's picking the dog shit up in the garden. As we yeah. speak. <laughs> oh, would you run out of bags or something <laughs> <laughs> That's a get no, to get her to do it.
0: But yeah, so it's, it's, I mean, I'm, well, I'm well into all that sort of fucking. Even like I know people that my brother, like my brother, you know, he's got three kids, and yeah, he's they they're all like the, the two boys are a bit older, and then the, the girl, girls like sort of much younger. It's quite stressful, man. They're all running around, and the boy, like you know, it's, they're great. They're all great fun. But you know, sometimes you sit there and it's like there's so much going on that I thought my brother would hate lockdown, you know, that. Like, but even he said yeah. he goes actually just being forced to just all be together for that length of time. He's really appreciated it. I think it either make you or
2: break you as a family. Yeah,
1: Um, it shows you, doesn't it? When you absolutely have no choice, you have to accept it and embrace it and you can find the good things about it. But then
0: surely that says more about the fact that our life before lockdown was like, you know, the reason we thought everything was stressful uh, and like you know home life was stressful with all your kids and all that stuff yeah was because that's what you're just expect you're just told that but the moment it's taken yeah, away yeah. and you're actually forced to just all be at home together you're like oh no this is nice this is better isn't it yeah yeah, yeah. you know this is nice obviously take i out mean I,
1: I do live on my own to be fair so i have that's got true. that like i can <laughs> i can get away um <laughs> and it's like oh god but, yeah. Um, I I, yeah i do yeah i don't know how
2: you do it with more than one kid I like the idea of having Anymore. Well, I mean, I've yeah. also I'm got their
0: name. As, as I've only got a baby, but like, yeah, I, I already like people start saying, Are you gonna have another one," and you're like, "Yeah, yeah." And I'm she's like, seven no, months, and I'm like, "At the minute, absolutely not." Like, half oh, package would probably do, me to do she's this. Yeah, but she's quality, <laughs> and but also, I just want to, I want to dedicate my time to her. Like, I don't. You know, I don't want to yeah, get yeah, to yeah. fucking eighteen months, and suddenly I've got a new one. I'm like, right, fuck off, you! I'm looking after this little baby.
1: <laughs> I mean, the good also, thing about that, though, they can they can kind of keep each other occupied. I, yeah, totally, I mean, I know there's
0: benefits. You know, and I suppose I, I reckon my view would be different if me and my brother were really tight and like spent like yeah, but we're age quite different, and like we're not. You know, me and my brother get on, but we're not mates. You know what I mean? Julian, mm. is Julian frozen, or is he just? got really high all of a sudden this is
2: just <laughs> no he really doesn't like a banksy does he, he does, look.
0: What's that happen- <laughs> that's better that's I better what happened
1: there i don't know uh, you two you, froze
0: you froze and the funniest like your face went like that for like a minute
1: <laughs> oh god i hate that so much That's
0: right. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna blow that up and use that as the new logo <laughs> um but yeah like i think me and my brother like sort of we would we were just too different we were never really matey growing up so i've probably got a different view on siblings as people that are well tight with well, theirs you know what i mean
2: yeah I, I get on really well with my sister now but there's like when we were kids with well, a five years difference between us i'm the eldest and we just hated each other mate we just fought like cat and dog and i think like I don't think there's obviously a window, isn't there, where, you know, they occupy each other. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, yeah, I mean, at the same time, it's just, uh, I think, yeah, like I agree with what you're saying about having to, about being able to just devote all the love you've got to one child. I think that's important. And at the same time, a bit of your own life as well, you know, like the idea of when Lexi was like three and people were saying to us, oh, now's the time to have another one. It were like the idea of right. going now's for the, all that again now. Now's the time to go fuck yourself, mate. <laughs> that, now's the now time for the time you, to, you get to get there. Lexi and for us to get the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: I don't know. Yeah, I just, I can't even imagine how hard it would be, like, because it is, we are, we, we're, we're pretty chilled and like, but even then, having a seven-month, we still haven't slept for seven months, you know what I mean? We're still yeah. like, there's like, but it's, yeah, I just think it too would kill me, I think.
2: Yeah, Holly, my other half as well, she breastfed Lexi till so she was two and a half. And uh, yeah. like she would she would wanna she wouldn't wanna give another her another baby that we had any less than that. So and yeah. it's such a big thing for her body to go through. Oh, like fuck, man, like huge sacrifice. It's I know ridiculous. It's,
0: yeah, I know it's three blokes here talking about this, but my yeah, my yeah. wife is, she's still yeah, she's fully breastfed the baby is and like, you know, seven months of it's I mean it's well impressive to watch like yeah, yeah I, really, you know, the thought of me having to <laughs> just do something every yeah. couple of hours for seven Let's... months I just well, was... yeah
2: and you know she had like the you get, you get infections and that, that she had to go through oh, I mean awful. we've been lucky
0: we've had like, it's a bit of, Hannah's had it pretty um... stress-free like she's none yeah. of that stuff but it's still just the time constraints and the
2: Oh well, yeah, you know. and they've got to do all the night feeds and all yeah. the well, all the feeds. But well, I mean, pretty, that is yeah, the yeah.
0: as a bloke, I've never been <laughs> so happy. When Hannah was like, "I want to exclusively breastfeed," it's like, yeah, that's I know, it. I like, I've got my NCT friends who, you know, that f- from very early on, if they were bottle fed, would be up doing night feeds and and like, and i was just there yeah, just fucking yeah. like, just sleeping while Hannah's <laughs> breastfeeding.
2: Unless you just wake up when the baby cries. And you're like, oh, I wish there was more I could do. Yeah, totally.
0: <laughs> and there was mo- early doors. I used to have moments of guilt. When I was like, oh, yeah. I, I genuinely do wish I could do more, but as it goes on, you're just like, well, I've got used I to the fact there's nothing. I, I can't
1: do. swim going, yeah. <laughs> so I'm just she... drinking. Cop in some more Z's, mate. Do you see know brasses are open in lockdown? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> she, um, uh, yeah, the only thing I think I. Missed. i missed sort of ever feed and having that sort of connection with it Do you know what i mean Did she, she express that she was well, yeah so possibly? we've just recently hannah bought this it's fucking everything's well expensive so funny, babies, man. Like,
0: <laughs> she bought this pump that's 200 quid right But it's very discreet and you just put it in and like that yeah. and so while you're feeding on the other one you this ever stuck your just... dick in it
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: put it on my batty hole the other day actually um... feels nice <laughs> <laughs> just pulled the shit out <laughs> I, um... <laughs> it's, like, it's disgusting isn't it um... <laughs> no but uh, it, it oh. just yeah so like it, it's really like the reason it's expensive it's very small but it's very effective so she's put mm. it on one feed with the other and it just fills up and basically I've had, so I've done a couple like we're, we're only using it as you know the odd now and again to see yeah, yeah. you know if it works but like it's, it is weird it, is, it does feel quite nice I've done a couple of daytime feeds where I've just sat there with her and it's you do feel yeah. a connection L-
2: lexi just wouldn't take the bottle she just wouldn't have it anything other than a nipple in her mouth and that yeah, uh, yeah. she just wouldn't you know <laughs> i'm the same sounds like know. somebody i know <laughs> <laughs> um. but um but yeah so I, i'll never add uh, that side of it but i suppose it's a small price to play for
1: not having to get up
2: at three in the morning yeah, and feed yeah. a kid definitely um, and they're getting I'm...
1: the best nu- nutrition from breast oh, milk man. obviously yeah 100 percent. yeah
2: it's the best thing they can have. you know
0: yeah. Um, it's a hard one, that, isn't it? Because you feel like when you sort of, you don't want to say it too much because, like, you know, it sounds like you're digging out people that yeah. aren't doing it. You know what I mean? Which so is not that hard. You're like, oh, because... that's great. You're bottle feeding. So you're trying to kill your child. Yeah. Like, you
1: know, obviously, <laughs> no, you're not you saying that. It's, you don't love them. Okay. No, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But
0: that's what it sounds like, essentially. But it is Even though you're just yeah, saying, no, and, I get that it's hard. for, like, you know. And there's
1: also, there is also very good. Like milk replacements, I mean, they? Yeah, like... it's, they're fine, isn't it? Yeah. Look
0: how many people. I reckon, I was. I was bottle fed, my brother was breastfed. I was bottle so was fed, well, which yeah, is rude, man. As well, yeah. <laughs> My mum just breastfed him and then went fuck this one. <laughs> but, um, so I, I just yeah. So I know yeah. I'm I'm all right. have not got any major any major health problems or anything. So I feel I te- like
2: i tell you what I saw that absolutely blew my mind. It was this thing about breastfeeding where they showed um, the, the test. Yeah, I mean, that was the that's best what it's amazing. It. <laughs> they were just an absolute to...
0: cracking set of udderers.
2: <laughs> 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 but the, the, it, it showed a baby that was ill. Basically, when, like, if a baby's got, like, a, a, a cold or something like that, or just yeah. an infection or whatever, the milk will change. Oh, yeah. The antibodies will change. It's, like, it's ah, now. It's It's, it's that once you learn all that shit, man,
0: you like. I think I'm not a religious person, yeah. I'm quite spiritual, I'm into sort of Buddhism. But you think that's
1: God's work, but
0: (laughs) no. But what I'm saying is, like, nothing will make me, nothing's turned me more into a hippie believing that everything's just so you know, all part of something and all you know, all that than watching uh Hannah like grow a baby yeah it come out and now after you know just watching a baby grow from a fucking little div to (laughs) to, at seven months being communicative and like you know actually starting to develop personality and you're really getting to know him like just watching it happen makes you think this is so crazy it's so mental has it changed your
1: view on abortions and stuff
0: (laughs) <laughs> um, I don't. That's a that's a good question. <laughs> well, I'll actually. throw that na- I'll throw that one out there towards. Yeah, the end. I now I have recently started um, picketing abortion clinics. So <laughs> <laughs> so have more abortions? <laughs> no, I I don't know. It's yeah. that thing. I still. It's a weird one, abortion, because I totally agree that it is up to the woman to have an abortion. It's and yeah. it's their body, right? It, it, but, it, it but is. But also, it's such a grey area. It's so it's it, such the, the grey area, area. I think is it is like. I still think I, I, I don't think I think you can believe that it's these two things that it is a baby inside, but yeah. also the woman has the right to do. It. Like, I think that's yeah. yeah, you can actually have walk that line. I think I don't think it has to be one or the I other. I think
1: science says it is a baby, doesn't it? Like yeah, up to is. a point.
0: I mean, after a point, it is obviously a fetus and all that. But like, I think that like, I think people are too definite about. You know, they're and also the fact is, I think so many people that are anti-abortion are so hypocritical. You know, they'll I know, be like yeah. that sort of extreme sort of. They're really pro um, like
1: capital punishment yeah, as well. Exactly, they
0: can fuck themselves, yeah, yeah. man. Yeah, you know I mean, I do think. It's, it to be I, I, I mean, I hate bo- Ideology I, as well.
1: Huh? Yeah, I, I think it's. I think it's a really like I, I don't know. Abortion, it's a sad thing. That's what that's It's such it is. a tragedy. Like we are, we. I had one with someone once, and I didn't think. And it's fucking affected me so much since then. Yeah, yeah. But I don't, I don't think it's a good idea at all. Unless it's mine, then I'll pay for it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming. I thought this will never <laughs> end in a genuine moment.
1: <laughs> no, but I, it, it did affect me of a lot. It does. It's weird, you know what I mean,
0: like it's like you know, yeah. I think I, 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 I think that's natural. That's what it should do because it is. There's that, a so- there was a, a song at the thing. time
1: on, um, on an advert. It was that song, um, "Hold Me Close." Don't let yeah, me go. Yeah, yeah, I can't even listen to it. It's like oh <laughs> I God. get. It's hey, so bleak. I can't it's when you so sing hard. it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like that song. Like that song was on adverts all the time oh, when man. we were going through it, and I was like, I could fucking. Uh, I don't know. I heard
0: a song the other day. I about...
1: totally, I totally understand people. Who are anti-abortion? I, do, I yeah, understand I, the
0: I, uh the the ethics and the sadness say, from it, but I yeah, think yeah. I, th- I just think they've it's too black and white the way they discuss it. And yeah, actually, there's
1: incest, there's it's, rape cases, there's, there's grey area, there's a big grey area. It, yeah, it's Well, massive. not only that,
2: but if you're not ready for if you're not ready for a baby, <sighs> yeah, yeah. and then you feel forced, it's not to one yeah. a baby, <laughs> <laughs> and then you, you, know, and you need to <laughs> kill that motherfucker. And then you. I think
1: I think abortion is is shouldn't be under any circumstance unless you don't want to have a kid. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes. yeah. in which uh... case fuck it fuck it man <laughs> up, brother, it's a coat hanger <laughs>
0: <laughs> but that thing about songs um i so i've got I've, I've i've got spotify right and i've had spot i've been using spotify for about five years before that i used to use apple music right and i had loads of playlists and songs on apple music and i genuinely have not listened to them in like f- maybe four years there was a period of transfer where i was using both now i just use spotify um the other day i accidentally hit on my phone apple music and it came up with like all my old music that's now offline but i've still it's still on there you can stream it and i just i got in the shower and put it on shuffle and i can't remember what song it was i'll find it and say next time but it was like a song that I, i basically i had a playlist that must have been when me and my ex-wife broke up and I was going through some shit. And like, there was so many songs there that I've just probably, (laughs) I couldn't listen to now because they'd give me like fucking PTSD. But there was a song came on, I was in the shower and it, honestly, I felt it go through me, man. Like, it was like a proper memory of how fucked I was. Like seven, eight years ago, whatever.
1: I had that with that, do you remember that Sholarama song? When somebody... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. my girlfriend i was splitting up with her and she got with someone else like she left me for them and that song was big in, and i bought i i bought the song for her because i knew oh. she liked it and then oh and, I, and that song i kept hearing it and i was thinking about their love like they're just oh, falling in love oh, And it was no. like when somebody <laughs> reaches for your heart oh,
0: bad, open up
1: it? and let them and she was just letting them in and i was oh, like I'm trying so to find what song this is. Their, jo- their, their, their joy became my pain, you know
2: what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I've got oh. the same thing. I get PTSD whenever I hear Chicago, If You Leave Me. Oh, now, God, it's a great song. It's a great song. Me it is an now. incredible song. Uh, but when I was 16, 17, I split up with my first like love, my first true love, and yeah, it yeah. ripped my fucking heart out. Oh. And she stamped on it, and I let her know. She went, you better go. And I took my stuff in a bag, oh. and I left her house. And I got in the taxi and Chicago, if you leave me now, oh, was playing man. the thing. Just, like, oh no, fuck, fuck off, like law on of on attraction. Yeah, yeah. I
1: know exactly, right? And I was like, is there any chance we can turn this over, please? <laughs> oh, brutal. it's brutal. Is there any chance you could hold me, please, driver? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> can you just drive us off a bridge?
0: Um, I, mean, yeah, I, I remember once I was I was well in love with somebody when I was in my teens and we were so close and like everything was geared up for us to get together. And I remember, I finally like built up the courage just to declare my undying love, and she just Ooh. knocked me back, right? Oh, and. Um, and I remember going home and... I'd uh, never make
1: those moves, ever. I'd never I, make those moves. I, uh, <laughs> you got to,
0: sh- as I say, shoot, for, I the, keep it shoot for the moons. If you miss, you're still amongst the stars.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. you're still uh, at your own. I didn't. I shot for the moon and missed, that night. And I came down and landed in some dog shit, mate. <laughs> I, uh,
1: Someone's wheelie bin. Thud. <laughs> but I, uh, I
0: went home and I, I remember just having like this compilation CD of the 90s or something. And I remember listening to uh, "Nothing Compared to You." year old woman singing, but oh, nothing Compared right. to you by um, Sinead, uh, Sinead, O'Connor. Sinead O'Connor. That's and a beautiful. It fucking change. got me, man. And so, again, to this day, I don't listen. I can't really listen to that song without it giving me a little flashback That's to just lying it. on my but bedroom he's floor,
2: song, that just uh, like crying. She, she did that she Went recently, like, dad in, in <laughs> the last. True, it is a in show. the last year or so she she was on some programme on like RTE, the Irish Network, yeah, yeah. singing that song. Oh, and yeah. I saw it I saw the clip and it was like I had have, you know what I mean? I started like, well enough on the Because she's, so, like, she's, she's been through talented. so much shit as well. Hasn't oh, she? she's, she's
0: been, been through life. She is nuts. Through. She's she's a bit nuts, but she's mad. Yeah, very she's got
1: Pope, Pope picture of the Pope, didn't she? Yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, yeah. She also sang song, Conor McGregor's walkout music. Yeah, I was just about to say that, yeah.
0: She's done a lot of stuff. But um, yeah, that <laughs> song does me in, man. It reminds me of just that teenage heartache.
1: Oh,
0: <laughs>
2: Um
0: Right, we've got to wrap this up. Um, I've got, I've got to shoot off. That's too. Last yesterday's, we we did an episode, recorded an episode yesterday. I'd literally just wrap it up so abruptly because my card order showed up. (laughs) It's the most wanky (laughs) reason ever. (laughs) Today, I've actually got a. Have a Zoom uh, with some friends, birthday Zoom with oh, some nice. friends in eight minutes. Oh, nice! So, uh, day as well. enjoy. Uh, it. uh, but it's been really fun, man. Thanks for yeah. coming on. It's been a good catching up. Coming. Yeah, it's been lovely. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Um, Thanks for coming, if you mate. We talked about imagine we talked about some shit, man. We talked about like how do we end up in abortion? That was a big one, <laughs> wasn't it? Yeah, that was. He's yeah. almost need uh, one of them disclaimers at the end. If you've been affected by any of these problems, contact don't contact us we are not the right people to help you through that
1: <laughs> so this is the only thing to start in candy island and end in abortion well, yeah, we I might, know. We might stick a disclaimer for the abortion what do you reckon
0: in, we'll do it in the intro innit? a little yeah. trigger warning yeah if you
1: like or we could say if you like abortion then listen <laughs> <laughs>
0: But um, it's yeah, obviously. I hope we <laughs> hope we didn't. We didn't say anything dodgy about it. We were saying there's a lot oh, of greyer, yeah. and it's hard to actually have a real yeah. sort of solid opinion on it. it.
1: Exactly. Like it, I, uh, yeah, I didn't say it. I don't, like, think, I don't I
0: mean, know why we, like, we what made I think. some. We made some, yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, dodgy jokes. But that was to sort of soften the uh, soften the blow. <laughs>
2: There's three white men talking about abortion and shedding their opinion. What could possibly go wrong? Exactly, it's It's
0: 2021. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. Um, thanks to everyone for listening. Thanks to our patrons for signing up. and They get extra thanks, stuff episodes.com episodes. Dot com slash we are TV. You can find, Ross, where can they find you online?
2: uh facebook instagram all the usual places ross, uh, Mcgrain. ross Mcgrain. what about your radio
1: show ross oh, yeah. is that still are you still doing it yeah lockdown? yeah
2: um yeah so i do weekend breakfast so that just continued all the way through broadcast what as, uh, day of the week's
1: that on Not really. saturday and sunday so it's... <laughs> uh, <laughs> weekend <laughs> breakfast on a monday and wednesday um, so that's on saturday and sunday is it yeah
2: yeah, but I picked up a fair bit. Like we, me and John Oakes, who I do the show with, picked up quite. He's a comedian as well. We we picked up quite a few sort of cover spots for the weekday breakfast nice and that way. during oh, nice. Christmas and stuff. So it's yeah, it's been very fortunate to be you honest. You do that not... from
1: home, do you? Yeah, no,
2: no, we've been going in a lot of a big bulk of the schedule. Um,
1: have it's been an doing illegal it from radio home. station, then, is it? Yeah. <laughs> it's COVID <laughs> FM. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, most Anti-mask the- at FM. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Q- Q- and on radio. <laughs>
1: um,
2: yeah, so no, but we've been going in like the weekday breakfast, drive time, and we- and weekend breakfast have been going in. All the other shows have been from home. So. Oh, nice. oh
1: wicked! Nice. Um,
2: yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, Tuning nice. in,
1: guys. All right, mate. Radio Essex. Radio
0: Essex, everyone. Um, take it easy. Thanks to our listeners, Julian. We'll be back next time with another oh, guest. Well. Bye.
1: Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> you the podcast. i <laughs> <in an alleyway>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm i <right>. to <laughs>